Hello and welcome to Funny Science Fiction, the live edition. All right, so we're going to try something a little bit different here tonight. Uh, Typically, we put uh, our guest in the back and we bring him in later for the dramatic reveal. But since uh, tonight we have uh, our, our show founder, Drayton Allen, with us and our most recent guest, Ben, the hearty healer from TikTok, really didn't feel like there was much of a dramatic reveal here. Uh, not that we're not happy to have you guys. Don't take that the wrong way. But, uh, yeah, it just felt like, you know what? It's it's old home week. Let's just have them on the screen with us all at the same time. So, with that being said, welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast, the live edition. The podcast where Mr. Bean face swaps of heroes aren't just welcome. They might even be mandatory. And before we get into our tonight show, we need to say our thanks to our show partners, River City Tees and Level Up Lightsabers. Here we go. With over 700 designs to choose from, River City Tees has something for everyone. Need some new nerd merch? River City Tees has you covered. Need funny or sarcastic designs? River City Tees has you covered. Are you looking for a new logo or custom design? Whether you need one or 100, River City Tees has you covered. With multiple colors and options for each and every design. With things to choose from like shirts, hoodies, phone cases, coffee mugs, and so much more. Be sure to follow River City Tees on Facebook and Instagram. If you do, you'll get the latest on designs and information about upcoming sales. River City Tees. Let's make a shirt together. All right. And one more for our good friends and affiliate partner, Level Up Lightsabers. So we put a, a little note there in the, the comments for Level Up Lightsabers. You guys can go check them out. They've got some really cool stuff out there. Uh, not only do they have what Ben is holding up there. Go, ben, the, you want to tell them what you got? Uh, this is the the Phantom. Uh, it's one of the training tier sabers. It's so beautiful and so amazing. Like, it, I, I love the gold color. I intend to turn this into like a High Republic lightsaber. I just, it's really great. Not only that, but you, one, better than a stick, but two, you, <laughs> did, this thing's got a little weight, and it's incredibly durable. I have accidentally dropped it, I don't know, a thousand times. There, there's not a scratch on it anywhere. Nice. It's it's amazing. Definitely and awesome. I also want to point out, too, that the we're getting near to the point where it's going to be time for people to be able to order these beautiful things oh, yes the ahsoka sabers 
So pre-order, pre-order is coming in. You guys will have a chance to, to do that. Take a look at what's going on there. Uh, so you're going to want to check that out. Oh, if you click the link, you can go there. And the great thing about uh, Level Up is that there's lightsabers for all, all price ranges, from 119 up to I think five, seven hundred dollars. But they have some some great great benefits uh, for using a Level Up lightsaber. Nick is also a fan. He's got one. I am, and haven't been able to smack anything with it yet. But <laughs> I don't think you're trying hard enough, Nick. <laughs> Right, you could just go up to any tree. Just doesn't matter. Just, <sighs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and check that out in the in the, the the comment there in the links or the link in the comments. How about that? We'll get it right one of these. Days. It's a Monday. I don't expect to say things right. So yeah, again, cool stuff there. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, but again, we we want to welcome officially Ben Riley, the Hardy Healer on TikTok. Go check out his TikTok channel. Uh, I love his content. He he uh, was kind enough to sit through us last week and uh, listen to Nick and I pontificate upon why Jar Jar Binks is more than likely a Sith. Uh, yep. Even even though he may have wanted to drive off into a tree at some point during that conversation. Uh, I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, we're not going back down that road. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that- and- and then, of course, uh, and Kathleen says, "Who Kathleen is, is taking the night off, but she's still participating. That's very kind of her. She says, you have two younger brothers. How have you not smacked them with it? Because they are far away from me at the moment. So, At the moment. I still and think you're trying hard. Back. <laughs> and they smack back. They're, they're old mean, enough to smack back. This is irrelevant. <laughs> my, my little brother's like in New York right now. I, I will fly over there just to hit him with a lightsaber. And then get back on a plane and come back. I think that's fair. And then, of course, we also have our Facebook group page founder, Drayton Allen. Welcome, Drayton. Glad to have you. Thank you. So, like being back home. Exactly. (laughs) So, you know, we have a uh, uh, on our our every week's episodes, we have a little section where we announce the the involvement of the Red Shirt Widows and Orphans Fund, Uh, and, and that comes directly from one of Drayton's books. Of course, it's the Custodians of the Cosmos. We're all about a young Star Trek uh, person who wants to join the Federation, can't hack it, washes out, and uh, goes to boldly clean up after those who boldly just went. Just a slight correction there for copyright reasons. Something quite a bit like a Star Trek universe and something somewhat like the Academy. Ish. Ish. (laughs) It's ish. It's ish. Yes, for copyright reasons, it's totally ish. It's totally not the same thing. So, uh, and Kathleen agrees with you, Ben. Exactly, Ben. She would fly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, John says, I, John. Feel, "I feel sad that I'm an only child now." And that's not. You have, a, that's not anything to stop you. You could just. She says you have you friends. Right? Right yeah. Now. See. Yeah. Yeah. You keep right. your hands to yourself the next time you come over, John. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're really glad to have you guys here with us tonight, and I'm. So here's the thing. The, tonight we're going to talk about Star Wars Visions. That's, of course, the new anime series that has come out on Disney+. Plus. And um, I have to admit, for full disclosure, before we get started, I, I, I'm not an anime fan. I'm a Star Blast Wars fan. I, I've never really, I've never, you know, I, I've always been told you just got to find the gateway. 
this might actually star wars uh, anime star wars visions for me might actually be the gateway drug that gets me into uh liking uh some star wars uh content uh, or anime content i should say uh, i've always liked star wars content that's not really the problem about to say <laughs> It, it's Monday. It's early. You know, it is early. Scrambled. It's it's 7 p.m. It's still early. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yes, he is taking she is taking the night off. It's doing early bedtime for the toddler and John. Oh, poor John. Smart plan. Smart. Plan. So, yeah, if if you haven't had a chance to watch Star Wars Visions yet on Disney Plus, I strongly recommend that you do. Uh, the great thing is that these are nine new stories. They you know, they're they're how these anime studios have have envisioned the star wars stories um so if you if you are a fan of anime and a fan of star wars no doubt you got excited about the announcement and then when they came out i'm sure you got even more excited so i'm i'm really excited to see where uh ben where where your thoughts are on this because i know you're an anime fan and i yes. know that you're a star wars fan uh so what did you like what did you not like where do you hope they go from here oh my God, as for what I'm going to start with the shortest list, which is what do I not like? And the thing I don't like is that they're very short episodes. (laughs) That's it. I think uh, uh, 13 to 17 minutes on average, I think. uh, I'm looking at it now. The longest running one is 23 minutes. Okay. So everything is between. Yeah, the shortest one is 14. The longest (sighs) is 23. Okay. They're also completely not connected to each other. So. You don't need to watch them in a particular order. You don't need to right. do anything like that. If you just want to click on one of the thumbnails that like, oh, that looks interesting, do it. Watch it. It. All of the studios that worked on this are amazingly beautiful. They've created some of my most favorite anime, including my, one of my favorite ones, which is also one of my favorite episodes, uh, Studio Trigger, The Twins. Oh, yeah. Okay. It, if any of you liked that episode... I highly recommend looking into the anime. It's called Tengen Tapa Gurren Lagann. It's a long name. Tengen you do and you'll clean it up. <laughs> hey, family show here. Watch it. No. <laughs> People just shorten it to Gurren Lagann, but it's Lagen? unbelievably cool. beautiful in so many ways. And all of that shows in the twins of just the animation, the over-the-top everything, just so many colors and so many explosions. Mm-hmm. The dialogue is a little cheesy, but it's like the good kind of cheesy. I go okay. I can see that. I, I I love everything about visions. And for for reference, I have tons of Star Wars manga as well. Nice. It, okay. It. Oh god. Did any I, I can I could go off on like a five hour tangent about this, but I'm gonna let <laughs> other people talk now. Did any of the mangas line up with the visions, or no, no? All of these are individual. It's, it's confusing because they're not canon, but they're also not not canon. So, n- trying to figure out where they're placed is very difficult. Uh, like just starting. Let's go with episode one, the duel. Oh my god. Everything about that episode is beautiful. <laughs> the lighting, the choreography, the art style, the kind of 3D, kind of 2D, just the use of color in and of itself in a black and white area mm-hmm. is beautiful. But you also 
I, I, I was telling Tip about this earlier. Like, I can make just an hour-long TED Talk about just episode one. <laughs> That's it. But when you look at it, the Raiders in the first episode, they have a, like, a smattering of Clone Wars, uh, Empire, and First Order, like, helmets. Mm-hmm. Some of them have, like, half of a, like, a clone trooper helmet. Others are wearing just full First Order gear. So trying to gauge timeline-wise in some of these is very difficult. But then you have the next episode that takes place pretty much between three and four. But we don't know if it actually happens or not. Right. Right. So I thought that was the second episode I thought was, uh, you know, the the mashup we've all been waiting for between Star Wars and School of Rock. Yes. <laughs> that was actually the the only out of out of the nine, there's only two episodes I did not like. Uh actually episode two, the Tatooine Rhapsody was was one I did not like. Um it was a little too silly and campy for me. Yeah. Um and the other one I didn't like was the uh the T O B I, the Toby. You didn't like Toby? I did not. I, I've seen that one before. I mean, I saw parts of it when Nick was watching. I didn't get to see the whole episode, but it seems like I've seen that cartoon before. I can explain why. Okay. A lot of people consider Astro Boy to be the That's first yeah. anime, and it's the thing that essentially spawned the popularity of it. Oh, we lost Nick. Yeah. You just Bye, Nick. You're still technically here. He's but my here. Computer His computer just blue screen. So. Oh, well, that's you're still here, so that's the important part. He's uh, actually he, right next to me here. So, uh, where was I? I lost my place. Right, Astro, Astro Boy. Boy. Yes, that's so. Yep. Astro Boy just the art style, the actual like show itself. It created the popularity behind anime, especially in the West. So, taking the love of essentially, like, the grandfather of anime and then slamming it into Star Wars is... I, I love it. It's incredibly campy. It's unbelievably ridiculous. <laughs> but it's so wholesome and, like, it makes me feel warm. Okay. If that makes sense. No, it does. Yeah. And then the appearance of, like, the Inquisitor and the sudden battle... And I thought the, the Inquisitor whole, like, was cool. It it was just really great because it so. shows that like God, there, there's just so much about this. My brain is frying <laughs> off of this, <laughs> my excitement of this whole topic. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. So for for me, uh, now I've told you the two I didn't like. So mm-hmm. I'll tell you the, the three that I really really enjoyed. And for me, that's saying a lot because I'm not an anime person. Um. And I think that with these three, I think you could make a whole show around these three episodes, you know, a whole like a whole series, you know, uh, off of it. Uh, number one, the, the first episode, The Duel, was phenomenal. I love and, that. Yeah, I came into that watching that and just was like, and I was hoping, you know, of course, I, I know that it was from multiple studios going into it, but I was like, if this is what the whole, you know, all nine episodes are going to be like, this is going to be phenomenal. I can't wait. Of course, they're all different. And, and that's fine. And that actually helped me to appreciate a couple different art styles, too. So I'm not I'm certainly not complaining about that. But so number one, the duel. Number two, the, my uh, second favorite was the twins. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. Um, and the third uh, was the village bride. 
I liked those three episodes the best. I liked the the little bit of storyline that they had there, and and I I will say this: the biggest thing that I I think I enjoyed the most out of all these episodes um, was the dive into Japanese influence. Because if if you're really a Star Wars fan, you automatically acknowledge and know that most of Star Wars has a very high Asian influence. There's there's no denying it. And I love the steer into it because of the anime and these anime studios doing it. And I lost my mind when they lit up the lightsabers and they were katanas. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, in, in the Village Bride, the gold katana saber. Yeah. Oh. I thought that was so cool. I do have to comment on a thing you said where if you're a true Star Wars fan, you know the Japanese influence. I cannot tell you how many posts I've seen about, oh, I would like Visions if it wasn't so Japan-based. I'm like... yeah. I, I, I will proudly admit that I got blocked on Twitter by uh, um, uh, a, a bag of tomatoes who didn't understand that that uh, you know all of Star Wars is has a heavy Japanese influence. Look well, at Darth Vader's Samurai. helmet. Just look at Darth Vader's helmet. Hello. Samurai tradition is heavy. Yeah, it's heavy in tradition. And so you know, uh, there. Yeah, I. <laughs> Yeah, I may have called him out on Twitter. It was fun. So, uh, I mean, the whole Jedi Order is just a galactic group of samurai. Mm -hmm. The robes, everything. That's all George Lucas' plan. And he's like, samurai in space? Exactly. And it worked. And it worked. And it led us to getting some awesome, you know, anime like this. I mean, we have Firefly, which is cowboys in space. Why can't we have samurai in space? Absolutely. The whole Western genre was based off of like the samurai movies it was just yeah. they americanized it and i i love it the, there's a reason why i like westerns and it's because of like the kurosawa films and things like that mm-hmm. because they all it all comes from the same place yeah I'll, even I'll the there. original star trek was pitched as a western in space uh, yeah cowboys in space so uh, yeah, the whole connection there can't be overlooked. And I really want to, just one point I want to make, I really admire that uh, the whole Star Wars franchise is allowing such an artistic range uh, with the visions and all the different, even Lego Star Wars. Every You know, they're allowing, yeah, they're making money on it, which is, which is great for them. That's <laughs> fine. That's, that's why you've invested billions of dollars in it. But uh, that they're doing that, that they're not trying to police the whole thing to, to a degree. I, I enjoy that it's, they're giving that artistic freedom around. Yeah, I'm not a big anime fan either. I grew up, to me, when I was growing up, anime was Speed Racer, which was just, you know, uh, interesting. So uh, <laughs> my, my sons have love anime, so I appreciate that. I, I had a different experience with it as, as a young person because I didn't have all the cool shows probably when, when I was at the age for it. So, uh, but I really enjoy that part of it. And I, I you know, like the first episode, uh, I love that they allowed that that texture and that uh, that thing. Took me a little getting used to. My only thing I wasn't real uh, fond of was the Mary Poppins umbrella uh, <laughs> lightsaber. Uh, that, uh, I'm Darth Poppins, y'all. Yeah, I, I can... A little over the edge for me. I, I can make a couple comments on that. Of, <laughs> one, they have that in Rebels where they have like the helicopter lightsabers, yeah, okay. which I thought was terrible idea. Yeah. Still think it's a terrible idea. 
one of the very few things that I do not like about Rebels is the helicopter blade lightsabers that they just fly away with. But if you think about it, all that that Sith did was float themselves down. The spinning of the lightsabers was just aesthetic. Because you actually see Darth Vader do that in Empire Strikes Back, where yeah. he jumps off the stairs and just gently glides down. So definitely, yeah. It, it's yeah, it just it's fun. just a force technique that they wanted to have extra flair with because the whole thing the whole thing with the Sith is they want to instill fear. So if they're gliding down with helicopter lightsaber blades around, hey, you're back. <laughs> never you never left, but you're back. <laughs> The um, yeah, I definitely loved the duel. Um, I also love the twins. The village bride was another good one. I also really enjoyed the ninth Jedi. Oh, that was such uh, a good one. They brought in some elements to. <laughs> How dare you make a perfectly accurate meme? <laughs> or Maybe find because I saw that meme before meme. I saw visions. Maybe that's why I didn't. And, <laughs> but like I really love the elements in the ninth Jedi that they brought out um, like actual forged kyber crystals I was like okay I like what they're doing with this and I totally saw the I don't want to give too much away but it's like the twist yes I I, I, I figured they were going to do the twist, but they still surprised me with the twist. And I was like, okay, I, I'm behind this a lot more. I, but, the, the episode, The Elder. Ooh, yeah. I, so uh, other than the, um, uh, the, 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 the goth Jedi that we had, uh, I really liked that episode. Um, I, I mean, my dude just needed a hair clip to kind of pull that that back a little bit, maybe in a ponytail, uh, man bun or something. Uh, but other than other than that, I really liked that was that was probably the the one the other one I liked as well. Um, I would like I, that's one I would like to see like some some story leading into it and and the the guy who was the Sith but not the Sith find out you know where did he come from? There's so many things that were expounded upon in all nine of these episodes where there, there's there's so many avenues they could t- could have taken this and so many things they could have talked about and like i said there's a lot of these episodes i feel that could have been could be like the the stepping off point to a whole new you know series because like at the end of the 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 elder episode where did he come from where did he go you know do these guys you know go try and track him down and i just got night joe at our episode yeah i was yeah I can't yeah, deny I, that you just did that. As soon as, as soon as I said it, I was like, oh, no, maybe they didn't catch it. And then I saw the smirk on Ben's face, and I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, they caught it. Okay, crap. So I just caught Night Jota. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, but, yeah, all the same, I, I think that that's an episode that would have been really cool to see as a jump off to see where it could have went. And, you know, the story could have been expounded. The same with the duel. There's the, there's an abrupt end. The twins kind of have an abrupt end. I caught in a couple of these episodes where I think that there's more to it that could have been done. I mean, I'd be totally happy if they just continued releasing something like every Friday or something or even once a month and just have like a continuation I, of these. I was ha- I, I got to be su- I got to be honest, I was surprised that they released them all at once because Disney's thing has been to release one a week with everything that they're doing. You know, but and so for them to release all 
Yeah, that's what I, I thought too. I'm like, okay. So when I, I knew that the that the visions were coming out, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Let's let's see the first episode. And I logged in to, to Disney Plus. <laughs> uh, and I was like, oh, th- there's nine. Or is that all we're getting? Is that that's all nine, isn't it? And so yeah, they Netflixed us. I was kind of impressed. So I think it's also that they might be like wanting to gauge how interested people are. Because if they did it one by one, if if you got up and went on Disney Plus to see the first episode of Visions and it was 15 minutes long, you would not go back. More than likely, like, no. Yeah, it's Star Wars, but like, I'll wait nine weeks to watch the whole thing or I'll wait three weeks to watch a bunch of them at once. So one it thing, makes a little sense why they just dropped the whole thing on us. Yeah. The one thing that at first, I maybe it's just me, I really love character development and a story and that, you know, the 15 minutes doesn't give you time for that. I really, but I mean, it gets a great teaser if they're going to develop it. Because like, for, for instance, episode one, I really wanted to know the backstory of this guy, you know, that, that comes in there. Where was he before? You know, how did he get there? You know, why does he want to be a Jedi? And yet he's got the red blade. You know, just so many unanswered questions. Spoilers much? No. <laughs> no it, it's not much of a spoiler. It's in the trailer for Visions. <laughs> like, you see the dude in episode one pull out the red blade. Right. So, well, I didn't see any of the trailers, and it was a a, a big reveal for me. I was like, okay. oh. <laughs> yeah. I watched the trailer and I went, oh, this might actually be the first anime that I go, oh, okay, yeah, I could sit down and watch this. And I think because it was Star Wars themed, it was Star Wars related, that instantly grabbed my attention. And then, you know, I'm pleasantly surprised at how much I like it. My daughter is just kind of laughing at me now because she's like, uh huh, you're going to watch anime. She's a, <laughs> she's a huge anime fan. Recommendations. So. If you liked Visions, I can give you like a massive list of anime that you would love. Yeah, we may have to talk because she wants me to start watching anime with her and so far the ones that she's watched I'm I said no that's not going to happen. Uh so <laughs> uh, let's see Travis Foley says I'm just watching one every couple days trying to stretch it out. Nice. Solid plan Good Travis, way. solid Good plan. Way to do it. I did not do that. <laughs> no, I binged them already. I I uh I watched four the first night because it was late at night and I was tired. So I went to bed and I watched the, the next three the, the following morning. So, but it didn't, didn't Robotech for the win, Tim. That's what John says. I'm assuming that's an anime. Maybe. John, I, you're, I, you're I, I need you remember to... it, but I don't remember. <laughs> As much as I love Probably anime love. and have seen so many, there are way more anime out there than I could ever watch in my entire life. I could spend every waking moment watching anime, and I will barely scratch the surface of what's available. So it's like, I, I wish I knew the reference. Yes, okay. it's, a, it's it an is, anime. It is. Okay. All right. Well, I will, I will be happy to check that out as well then, because... Uh... But yeah, we'll have to message afterwards, Ben, and you'll have to give me some uh, lead me in the way, oh Sherpa. Uh, <laughs> I, I I will do just that, and I'll specifically look for ones like similar to the themes of the twins, the duel, and you said uh, the village, uh, the, the village, village ride. ride. Yeah, actually, I could I could go with 
Uh, the Duel, the Twins, Village Bride, Ninth Jedi, and the Elder. Those are the ones I liked. Yeah, those were... Oh, my God. The, like, I loved all of them. Those were the best, though. So like those, the, yeah, those are the ones that really stood out to me as, as something, as something different, something kind of fun and exciting to watch, something that I would want to watch more of. Let's put it that way, in comparison with some of the other things where I was like, yeah, yeah, like okay, so Tatooine Rhapsody, uh, I I would never watch that again. Yeah, even in this list, I will I will probably never watch episode two again. It just it didn't do enough for me to go. Yeah, let's let's watch that again, see what happens. It is a fun little short, but like that's probably one of the few that I that you can't really like make a whole series off of. Okay. Like the ninth Jedi, the entirety of that episode to the end, I wanted more. That was it. I'm just like, okay, well, how how did this guy relearn how to do this? Okay, well, all the big twist happened. I'm like, okay, so now we know that these things are happening. And then they're like, do you want to join us? It's like, okay. And then the episode ends. It's like, what? No, give me more. Give me another like two hours of that. Continue, please. You know, in the, in the Star Wars universe, there isn't like a pop culture element to the world right? that the music fits into. You know, if there had been some sort of reference to like any type of, uh, entertainment industry in well you had the just the cantina dancing. band come on yeah. what the cantina band that's cantina. about it yeah, and the dancing <laughs> the... i don't think yeah. that counts for like rock music <laughs> yeah so <laughs> and it's not like they were cutting an album and going uh, galactic with it you know the cantina band album. I, you know i would have you know if they would have slid the cantina band into the tatooine rhapsody episode somewhere they did. They, they showed them kind of jamming to the music. That was about it. I, I must have missed that part. Okay, I'll have to go. You're dozing. You're micro dozing. I may have been. <laughs> now I have to go. Now I see. I just said I probably wouldn't watch it again. Now I have to go back and watch it so I can find the Cantina Band. <laughs> I, I now. I hate you, Nick. <laughs> this is one of those things that you mentioned earlier. Of like, I have forgotten more Star Wars knowledge than you would know, but. I'm like, man, I I remember learning the name of the Cantina Band. What is it? And now I know why everyone just calls them the Cantina Band. Right. <laughs> it is Figrin Dan and the Modal Nodes. There you All go. Right. So the that Cantina the, Band. Okay. Yeah, the Cantina Band. <laughs> <laughs> this is why it's a long, in. confusing name. This is why you got to tune into this podcast every week because you'll miss gems like that if you don't. You'll miss key vital information that could possibly so, save your life. I am so going to go start a band and, and, call them the modal nodes. And I still love when B. Arthur performed with them. No. Oh, yeah, no. Special. <laughs> no. I I take great pride as a Star Wars fan to have never seen the Christmas special. Oh, oh. I've never I, seen I the, the whole Lego thing. Star Wars Christmas special. Okay, that one's well, fun. I saw it when it actually aired, so that's I so bad have, for you. <laughs> I have seen bits. You can't delete that. Right. Yeah, I have seen bits and pieces, but not the whole thing. John says if I start a bass or start a band, he'll be my bass player. There you go. <laughs> I mean, flaming bass. There you the go. Episode. Yeah. It's canon. 
There you go. Set set it on fire. Don't don't too many spoilers here. Too many spoilers. Yeah, and then Uh. well, we're gonna have to figure out what to do for the drummer because I want to I want to work a Spinal Tap reference in there. There you go. (laughs) Blow up the drummer at the end of every episode. (laughs) That that's another thing that I love about Visions is just the range of species that you see. Oh yeah. That's like things that you've never seen before suddenly pop up and you're like, Star Wars. That's Mm -hmm. all you you can't be like oh they've never been there it's like there are star wars like millions of planets you can't say that this species doesn't exist right right john also says that the original holiday special is an epic spectacular not to be missed by anyone and i'd like to point out that john is a sith and trying to mislead everyone (laughs) yes john is the real darth jar jar (laughs) darth john john oh no (laughs) (laughs) oh no that's gonna be a thing, Darth John John. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, I guarantee he liked that one. All right, so let's uh, let's kind of we're gonna we're gonna talk to Drayton here in a moment about his about his upcoming book, but before uh, before we do that, uh, Ben, you said that uh, you could go on for hours about this, but if there was one thing that you wanted to point out to somebody about the visions why they should watch them what is that one thing that you'd say hey if you if for no other reason watch it for this that is a very difficult question and that's why i asked it oh i hate you so much uh i could just i could just seen the the brain pain coming on as i was asking the question you're just like no no as for you ben if if you don't John also, I told you, John. <laughs> I didn't even read the actual thing he just commented. I just saw Misa. I'm like, I'm done. And here's my, here's my favorite thing. Hold on. Here it comes. Oh, boy. <laughs> I have to live with Darth John John. What have you done, Timothy? That, that makes my night more than anything. This is what happens when you take the night off, Kathleen. I get to call yeah. your husband Darth John John, and you exactly. can't fight me about it. Whoops. There we go. Just punching everything in the studio. There we go. All right. Well, I changed my microphone stand uh, arm from my right side to my left side because my right side, I kept punching it as I went to go move the mouse. And I thought, well, if I put it off to the left, uh, that's my non-dominant side. It'll be okay. You know how many times you punched it in our last interview? You know what? That's not the point there, Nick. Nobody needs to know that. Hey, Jason says, uh, hello, everyone. Where's Kathleen? Sorry I'm late. Hi, Nick. Hi, Drayton. Hi, Ben. See, he doesn't say hi. Oh, and then, oh, hi, Tom. Tom. <laughs> Tom. Thanks, Jay. Love you too, buddy. So Kathleen took the night off. She's uh, she's chasing a, a tiny human around the house. All right, Ben, I've stalled. Have you had opportunity to think about the one thing? What's the one thing? They're short. That 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 is ease of access. That is not the one thing I would oh. want people <laughs> to watch it for. I mean, there are so many things that I would say about this, as I've said a thousand times. Uh, but the thing that I would say to get people into it is, yes, it's anime. But it's Star Wars. In just these nine episodes, there is a Star Wars story for everybody. 
I like, like that. You might like certain themes, certain things, and I will point to one of these nine episodes and be like, all right, it's this. Mm-hmm. Oh, you like comedy and lightheartedness? It's like, okay, you can do Toby. Oh, you like the really gritty like action stuff? The Duel. You, I could just go off and be like, you like Star Wars. You yeah. will like this. That's it. Like, well, there's more than just that, but that's all I can give because you said I have one thing. <laughs> But it's anime. Shut up. I will say what anim- the anime style does bring to it is your battles are a lot more epic. They're not... Oh Yeah, I'll agree with that. They're not They're restricted not by physics. Oh, oh, oh right. <laughs> I mean, well, the, the, twin, we the, can the just twins episode. twins as reference. Yeah, the twins episode blows physics out the door. There's, yeah. there's it, no way. It's not much of a, a spoiler. The what one of the twins is on an X-wing and jumps to hyperspace using his lightsaber to cut a ship a, a ship in half and just yeah and, and I I never asked myself how they breathe in space yeah don't ask that either because they're definitely out on top of the X-wing on top of uh, a, star, a star destroyer and yeah there's well, no mass who can breathe in space so. well. I, I mean, if you got a problem with that, take it up with George Lucas because they do that in Empire. Yes, they so. do. I know. That's why I'm like it's not. Like, it's I, not really that big of an issue. So like, I, I don't want to hear people complain about it. But uh, for me, the biggest the biggest thing is is the fact that yes, it's anime, but it's it's accessible anime. I don't feel like it's overdone. I don't think like it's. I don't feel like it's oversold. And I think that it you have nine individual separate stories. And like you said, there is literally something for everyone. You will find one story out of those nine, and probably multiples, that you really enjoy. Even though, as Kathleen says, it's anime. Shudder. So, <laughs> all right. So, cool. Thank you for your, your time and your opinions, Ben. I, I uh, Always a lot of fun to have you here. Uh, we're not kicking you out. Please stick around. But we're going we're gonna to turn our attention... Uh, mainly and solely to uh, Drayton here. We're going to put him on the big screen. There we go. He's got the big screen. So welcome. For for those of you who aren't already familiar with uh, our our group, our group started because Drayton here is an author. He wrote a a series of books, and uh, he wrote a book called The Custodians of the Cosmos. So so before we, we talk about your new book, Drayton, walk people through uh, the custodians of the cosmos and the legalities that I was tripping over earlier <laughs> earlier in the uh, episode, uh, and how that came to be for us starting the Facebook group and then moving forward. Sure. Well, I wrote. The, I'm a big fan of uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and Douglas Adams, and I always wanted to try my hand at a humorous science fiction book. So. I took a stab at it with Custodians of the Cosmos, uh, and the uh, the whole premise of the book was to try to uh, write something where the narrator is telling jokes as along with the uh, along with the people in in the uh, in the story. So uh, the idea for it was that. When I was watching, every time I watch a science fiction movie, and they always have these great space battles, especially like ship interior battles, and there's mm-hmm. all this uh, laser fire going off, and the blasting holes and ships, and all this stuff. And in the next scene, like the 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 passageway is pristine, and everything's restored, and they're walking through it, and it's all just <laughs> all nice. And I'm like, 
well, how did that happen? So right. I came up with some solutions to that. Uh, obviously, with the uh, the technology they have to uh, manufacture items with the uh, and I just drew a blank on the technology uh, where they make the food the replicator technology where they can just replicate a food in front of you. Well, uh, they could also replicate uh, parts of the ship because they, they replicate repair parts. Well, so I decided that the ship could be actually repaired by robots going through and just replicating replacement parts. They would disintegrate and replicate instantaneously new panels in the walls and all the in instruments inside that so that they could basically rebuild the ship. So that was kind of the the uh, the technical part of it that I thought would be fun. And I also thought, well, what about all the guys that got to clean up after all these space battles? Who, you know, what about, what's their story? Who, who does that? So the, uh, the idea of the custodians of the cosmos uh, was kind of a, a fun one because I also uh, make an allusion to there being actual custodians of the actual cosmos. Okay. So that there's somebody looking after, and uh, uh, the the metachlorines in the in the blood determines how one ends up being a, a true custodian of the cosmos. All right. I'm actually uh, just beginning a sequel to the book, uh, and uh, just a little spoiler on that: that the uh, the main character develops a very unusual superpower, and it's uh, smellvoyance. Okay. He can foresmell the future. Nice. So is it going to be the janitors of, of Jupiter? No, I actually uh, <laughs> haven't decided on that. It, uh, it might be the interior, interior decorators of the cosmos. Nice. Okay. <laughs> but I had a lot of fun with that book, of course. Well, you should have. And, it's, it's, and an the, uh, it's an entertaining read. And the whole Facebook group thing started. Uh, I read some advice about uh, promoting a book because as an independent author... Uh, choosing not to go through the whole traditional publishing thing that takes years, uh, you need to be uh, able to promote your books and do all your own selling because you have no publishing company behind you. Right. So I got some good advice, which was don't promote your book, don't promote your genre. So I went on to Facebook and uh, looked around. I said, oh, well, what's the genre of my book is funny science fiction. And there's not a lot of that out there. And so I looked on Facebook, and there were no groups that were really dedicated to funny science fiction. So I said, okay, well, let's just be uh, obvious about this and call the group Funny Science Fiction, and uh, I'll promote the genre and mention my book once in a while. And so that's what happened. And then uh, after several months, all of a sudden, people just started sharing all these hilarious memes and it exploded, and we just passed one hundred and what fifty three thousand. One hundred fifty five, actually. Fifty five thousand. It's it, it's growing. We Exploding. get like a, a thousand or two a week sometimes. Yeah. Uh, joining the group, it's just insane, and it's been doing that for the last three years. We've just been exploding exponentially. That's why we started the podcast last year. Uh, we thought, you know, with all these people enjoying funny science fiction, let's do a podcast and. Tim was helping me out with the Facebook group, and so I kind of, uh, we got it started last year, and uh, Tim's been uh, doing such a wonderful job with that, so that's where we're at with uh, 
Custodians of the Cosmos, and that's why this came up. My first set of books, I actually had written a set of uh, a trilogy, so to speak, of science fiction books called The Founder's Gifts before that. Uh, the, uh, the books are a uh, story of a young man who uh, discovers uh, nanite technology in a, uh, in a sword. The, the world is a backwards place where all technology has been uh, prohibited. Uh, but what he does, what he finds out is that technology is actually everywhere around him, but it's uh, nanotechnology that the, uh, the pseudo-religious group that has, uh, has been manipulating things behind the scenes is controlling everyone and everything. But he finds a sword that belonged to the, uh, this is a future colony of Earth, and this sword belonged to the founder of the colony, and this sword, uh, as soon as he picks it up and starts using it, he's injected with the nanite technology, and he can now talk to the AIs that were stored in the sword, and they've been injected into him. And it gives him a number of uh, interesting abilities, uh, because anything that he connects with, that the nan he can connect to the nanites, and then he can have a level of control over animals and interact with them. So it's kind of a a cool series. If anybody hasn't had a chance to look at these, it's a fun read. Uh, five stars on uh, on Amazon, and everybody who's read it has loved the series. So, kind of more traditional science fiction. Excellent. All right, so that brings us up to the new book, which I'll let you tell the title of. I was going to tell the title, but I think that it should come from the author. So, well, my new book is Dances with Aliens. This is a uh, a draft copy, so they put this nice little band across it. But Dances with Aliens, uh, it's about the uh, the last man on Earth is a, uh, he's stuck being a dog. But he's uh, not a uh, four-legged dog, of course. He's a man who uh, works at a theme park, and he's a singing, dancing cartoon dog. Well, humanity seems to have disappeared, and now the uh, theme park where he's been working all his life is uh, filled with uh, snotty-nosed little alien children. And <laughs> he's stuck entertaining them. Uh, so what he can't figure out, though, is how could intelligent beings develop the technology to travel the cosmos, uh, invade and conquer Earth, but yet not recognize a guy in a dog suit? I, I think that uh, me and Jason Taylor had the same idea. Uh, if this is a sci-fi sequel to Dances with Wolves. Well, if if you're thinking that, you know, Dances with Wolves is about people from another continent coming and mistreating the native people on a new world, uh, my story is nothing like that. It's about aliens coming to Earth and mistreating its native inhabitants. So ah. no connections, none whatsoever. Two so, completely different things. Completely, completely different stories. So is this anything like the the uh, Star Wars ish at the beginning of the uh, beginning of the episode when I made or Star Trek ish uh, references that I was making? Which ones? Oh, ish. Yes, there's um, <laughs> it's, it, there's a lot of issues. I I I like to borrow, but there's no new ideas. So I borrow ideas. I try to make something unique. Every one of my books is something I've never read and want to read. And so okay. I kind of avoid the tropes as much as I humanly possible. But, you know, there's, there's always something there. 
Uh, in fact, in this book, I break a lot of the rules. And uh, a couple of spoilers: uh, the main character, uh, I kill him at the beginning, at the end of chapter one, and then again, uh, he almost dies at the end of chapter thirteen, and then again in chapter thirty-two. So, uh, but he's in the end. So we'll let you figure out how all that works when you read it. Uh, but the uh, the book is actually going to premiere. Uh, although you can pre-order it right now, it's going to premiere at uh, Comic-Con, Motor City Comic-Con, on the uh, October 15th, 16th and 17th. I have a artist table there where we're going to be with uh, there live with our Dances with Aliens premiere, along with all my other work that I've done. And uh, we'll be uh, talking a little bit about the, uh, the book there. And sharing that with folks. So, if you want to get a chance to read it right now, you can order the Kindle version pre-sale, or uh, just a little sneak peek. Uh, you can actually order the uh, the paperback version right now, but it'll take you a couple of days to get it. Okay. If people want to take a look at some of the rest of your books, like the Founders books, they want to look at. You also have some really cool uh, beer stories, the um, uh, as well. You know, um, those are the. That's the Founders Tales, right? Uh, the Stout Tales. The Stout, Stout Tales. I knew there was a a little yeah. off, a off, off. Uh, these are my uh, novelettes. So this is kind of designed for those people who maybe aren't into reading as heavily, uh, and I call it beer fiction. Uh, it is uh, a story of a man who it's a kind of beer connoisseur who travels the world in the fifteenth, uh, fourteenth centuries, looking for the greatest beers. And of course, uh, since he's a little person, he uh, uh, he was inspired by my uh, father-in-law, who was also a little person, uh, and my uh, my wife's family. And this is actually my father-in-law's picture on the cover, uh, grabbing the beer. And so he uh, he actually encounters a beer of legend, a mythical beer, that not only ensobers, uh, but it actually heals. So okay. it's the kind of beer that uh, that your designated driver would 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 like would need to have, sure. Yeah. So where where can people find those at? Now there? everything's on Amazon, of course, or on our website, which is drinknallen.com. Uh, also, if you go to funny sci-fi, that'll take you to our uh, the same page, the drinknallen.com page, and you can uh, can find that. Along, I also did a children's book, which is all about narwhals, icy dicey, a narwhal adventure, which narwhals are cool. And actually, a little known fact is that uh, narwhals, the reason we have no Sith Lords on Earth, narwhals are Jedi Knights. They use their horns like lightsabers, and they've fended off all the attacks of the uh, Sith uh, Empire that have tried to take over Earth in the past. I can get behind that. Makes total sense. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, no, so guys, no uh, flaw in logic at all. Absolutely exactly. not. Absolutely not. All right, guys, so make sure you guys go to Amazon.com, do a search for Drayton Allen, and you'll be able to find all those books and those links there. Um, I, I have copies of all those books except for Dances with Aliens. I have a PDF of that one. I'm I'm in the currently uh, getting through right now, and so far so good. I uh, I enjoy it, and uh, the we we as we tell all our guests on the on the the, the regular recorded show. That comes out every Friday. Uh, the Custodians of the of the Cosmos is a 
highly entertaining book. There's lots of little tongue and cheek humor. There's out and out humor. There's lots of there's humor. <laughs> there's something for everyone, just like Star Wars Visions. There's something for everyone in that book. So I'm sure that uh, Dances with Aliens uh, will be much the same. Looking forward to, to, to finishing and, that and one. And just one last brief note. Anybody yeah. who visits me at Motor City Comic Con, of course, I have some cool uh, bookmarks for them, free bookmarks. And if they are members of our Facebook group, uh, I will set them up with a uh, free uh, PDF version of the book or an EPUB version of the book, and I will uh, sign the, uh, the autograph for free as well. Well, very cool. All right. Very good, guys. So make sure you guys check them out again uh, at the Motor City Comic Con. October, was it 17th and 18th or 16th and 17th? Uh it's uh, 15, 16, 17. 15, 16, 17. All right, so, yep. all right, so yeah, Drayton Al will have a booth there. You want to stop by that, check him out, and talk with him there. You'll be able to see his books, get a get some calligraphy in the front of them. If you're going to buy them, that's, that's the best way to have them. Signed copies are always cooler. So, all right, very cool. Thank you for that, Drayton. Very cool. And uh, so now we've got uh, just a couple of quick reminders here. I, I don't know if... It, yeah, Nick, Oh, you are here. Okay. <laughs> Never left. Well, he, he disappeared off screen, so I just assumed he was gone. I, so, I did message him. but Did you? I okay. Did. All right. Well, there's that. He's busy making a podcast. It's fine. He's not going <laughs> to well, a reminder, right now. <laughs> right? As a reminder, last Friday, we released our interview with the voice actor, Paul Eiding. Hello, it's Colonel Roy Campbell here, Metal Gear Solid, also known as Paul Eiding. Welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. He voiced a lot of uh, cartoons from our past, as well as various video games. And you can still find that episode at, of Funny Science Fiction on our YouTube channel and your favorite audio podcast providers, and remember, your subscription to our YouTube channel is a major help. So please don't forget to click like and subscribe as you watch the videos. I forgot to put our banner on this whole show that says, please don't forget to like and subscribe. So there's there's that. And as Jason says, hey, Nick's back. Half of me anyway. Yeah, well, you know, there's a either either way, there's a lot of mustache in that picture. So, uh, it's hereditary, I guess. There's a whole lot of mustache going on. All right, so and as much as we were happy to have Paul on the show last Friday, and you can guys go watch that. It's a great episode. I, I honestly laughed very hard in the playback of that. Paul Eiding is an amazing uh, voice actor with a fantastic sense of humor. So if you missed out watching that, please go back, watch it, listen to it. Uh, you'll enjoy it. Now, this Friday, for our uh, upcoming release, we have uh, an amazing chat with a stunt woman by the name of Michelle C. Smith, and you're not going to want to miss that either. Check it out. Hi, this is Michelle C. Smith, and welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. If you don't believe me that she's awesome, well, then you just need to watch this. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-
So Michelle is, is awesome. And if you've watched any of her stuff online, you go to her YouTube channel. Uh, that is just a snippet of some of the cool things she's done. She's worked and on you'd some... be surprised in what movies that she had uh, parts in, like in. Deadpool and, and things like that. Uh, but she's amazing with a lightsaber, completely amazing, um, and swords and all kinds of bladed weapons. Uh, really, you, she, we we have a talk with her about her very particular set of skills, skills that she's acquired over a very long career. Skills that make her a, a nightmare for... No, wait a minute. That's another movie. Uh, but anyway, you guys still don't want to miss this. It's a lot of fun. You guys will really enjoy it. And I hope you guys uh, get a chance to check her out. Subscribe to her to her channel as well. You don't want to miss out on the notifications from that. But of course, subscribe and tune in on Friday uh, to hear on YouTube or again, your favorite audio podcast provider. So guys, that's our show. Thanks for everybody for being here. Ben, thank you again for... For putting up with our, our silliness and uh where can uh people go to find more about you ben uh they could find me on tiktok at hardy underscore healer i do a whole bunch of stuff there i don't really have one specific theme <laughs> no there's a variety of content it's a lot of fun actually he's got good stuff you pronounce so. it hardy not hardy hmm you pronounce it hardy and not hardy i said hardy did i i heard hardy but it's hardy Hardy oh, healer. H E R H H E A R T Y underscore healer. Just like Hard, Hardy healer. I had to remember how to spell Hardy. That's sad. Okay, it's, so it's on the screen. It's it's right there. Oh hey, yeah, right there on the screen. Look, just look at Ben's screen and, and go with what it says on his screen because <laughs> none of us are clearly good at, at the whole reading thing. Reading is reading is hard. So reading is hard. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. Drayton, thanks for stopping in tonight and, and sharing thanks, all the updates with us. Ben, thank you for Good being here. As always, as as it has been the last two times you're on the show, it's been a lot of fun to have you. And it's been fun being here. And Nick, thanks again for you know, you know, being Nick and being here, putting up with us. Yeah. All that fun right. stuff. And keep editing. <laughs> all right, guys. That's our show for tonight. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll see you guys next week on Bye. Funny Science Fiction Live. On behalf of the rest of the hosts of Funny Science Fiction, we'd like to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on one of our future episodes, please contact us by means of our Facebook group, Funny Science Fiction. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram using the handle at Funny Sci-Fi, or you can go to DraytonAllen.com and click the Contact Me link at the bottom of the page. Thanks again. Hope you enjoyed the episode.